Good morning podcast. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five. And today we're talking about the story of how I got my red seal. Now, I sat here all morning for like an hour trying to figure out what to write about. I had something planned but realized pretty early into writing it that I had written it before. And over the last, you know, 40 minutes to an hour or so, I have written down five or six different ideas, uh, titles, and written a bit for each one. The problem is that none of them seemed right. None of them seemed like what I wanted to write about this morning. And so I decided that what I am going to do is something a little different today. I'm going to tell you the story of how I got my red seal. So first of all, what is a red seal? Well, in Canada, where I live, every trade has a nationwide certification program. It's called a red seal. So there are red seal plumbers, red seal carpenters, pipe fitters, welders, and obviously cooks. It really means, all it really means is that a person with a red seal in their trade can go anywhere in Canada and prove they have the knowledge and skills needed for their job. Red seal is not the only level. In cooking, we have two more national certifications. We have Triple C, which is Certified Chef de Cuisine, and we have CMC, which is Certified Master Chef. Where the red seal proves a deep knowledge of culinary techniques and procedures, the Triple C is more about administration. It covers human resources and in-depth food costing and stuff like that. The CMC, of which there are only three or four in all of Canada, covers everything. The Triple C only really matters if you want to advance in the hotel world. Even then, it's not really that necessary. Same with the Red Seal. Without it, a cook can still get a job anywhere in the country. The Red Seal may just make it a little easier. So how did I get my seal? Well, it was back in 2013. I was living in Whitehorse, Yukon with my now wife and working at a really nice brand new restaurant. It had always been my dream to get my red seal, but in all honesty, I never, ever thought that I would. For a little background, I had moved to Whitehorse in April of 2013, which was a few weeks after my mom died. Prior to that, I had been living in Montreal, but after mom died, I wanted something new. I didn't want to go back to Montreal and deal with all the sympathy. And I had an opportunity to go to Whitehorse to be with this girl I really liked, and so I went. It was November 4th when I wrote my test, and I'd been studying for four months straight. At that point, I'd been cooking professionally for 14 years. I was ready, but I was really nervous. There are two main ways that people get their red seals. They do an apprenticeship with someone who already has a red seal. And the apprenticeship has three or four sections and takes up to two years. You study section by section and do practical and written tests, and then all of this culminates in the final written test and practical exam. The other way to get your red seal is to challenge it. Essentially, you say that you know enough, you've worked through enough, and you can pass the test. This is what I did, but they don't just take your word for it. I had to prove that I had worked 13,000 hours, or about six years, in a variety of kitchens. That meant tracking down old bosses and getting them to sign off on my hours. Once I proved my hours and experience, I was approved to write the exam, and it was time to study. For four months, I read culinary textbooks cover to cover. I talked with coworkers and learned from them. I learned everything I could and did my best to fill any gaps in my knowledge. For half of the time I was studying, my girlfriend, now wife, was living in Vancouver. I was working full-time, studying when I wasn't working, and she was alone in a city she didn't know. It was tough times. Stressful in both personal and professional lives. But eventually November came. I went to, U- to the Yukon Apprenticeship Board on a cold Yukon morning on November 4th. I went in a little room 
with 12 or 13 other people, plumbers and pipe fitters mostly, and I wrote the test. We had three hours to complete it. I was one of the last to leave because I wanted to make sure that I did my best. I took my time. I read the questions over and over to make sure I didn't get tripped up. And when it was all said and done, I handed in my test, the culmination of four months of hard studying and 15 years of hard work. After the test, I walked out into the cold air and felt almost high. I wasn't excited or even relieved. I was just calm. It was a few days later when I got the call. I was sitting at a bar at the bar at work having a coffee before my shift. I was alone. My phone rang and after a bit of leading me to believe that I had failed, the man on the other end told me that I did in fact pass. I put the phone down and cried. I thought about the years I had worked wanting this thing that I never thought I would actually get. I thought about the sacrifices I had made over the years to be in the kitchen and how I'd put my life on hold to prepare for this test. The strain that I'd put on my relationship and I thought about my mom. It was less than a year since she had passed away, and I knew how, my, how much me getting my red seal would have meant to her. She would have been so happy. And with all this built up over so long, and this giant sense of relief and accomplishment, I cried, wept, in fact. I had never been more proud of myself than I was in that moment. Now for some, the red seal is just a thing. It means very little. But for me, especially in that moment, it meant literally everything. So there you go. That's the story of how I got my red seal. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, it's of course brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And I'm Chef Ben, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. And as always, have a fantastic day. And a great Friday, a great weekend, and I'll be back tomorrow with questions of the week. Other than that, I'll see you Monday. Have a great one, everybody.